0: Snuff production, barely brown one side and burnt to a crisp on the other. Oh, it
1: drives me mad! Fresh from the uneven toaster of life.
0: It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast.
1: Well,
2: I'm blaming you, Alex Tyson. Oh, again, blaming yeah, me again for all of my woes. What have today? I done this time? Well, I turned the turn the car on. Just about to drive out of the, the driveway, suddenly bloody warning lights.
3: <laughs> oh mate, oh, no. I got
2: these warning lights, and I was like, I've never had warning lights before. And you mentioned it a couple of days ago, and suddenly now I'm getting warning lights.
3: Well, we had to, we took the car in for a service, and we're uh, we're all clear now. So, well, how much uh, did it cost? I think it's about four hundred.
2: Oh mate, oh, they are charging me hundred and fifty just to look, <laughs> just, just to, to drive lift the car onto their premises. <laughs> That's uh, they always park parking, my
3: friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: exactly. Might as well park in an opera house for that sort of coin. Absolutely. Jeez. Anyways, so uh, suddenly I'm bloody walking everywhere. That's why I'm sweaty. That's why I'm late. Mm. So uh, apologies for turning up a little bit late. But it doesn't matter to you listening because you've still got the same old uh, breakfast. The chef is still here. Yep. Th- where it's all on time. Two uh,
3: slackers around right in the kitchen. And No one's ever sat down at a restaurant and gone, oh, I wish the food would hurry up. So that's <laughs> fine. Um, but good news is, got a sweet guest today. Jess Eva will be joining us, radio Um, and who I first saw on the season of The Block. And I, I think it was almost the season that inspired me to go, actually, no, I can't remember if I auditioned for this season. Oh, Oh, hang on. Oh,
2: she's your hero. Would you say it's fair to say that Jess is
3: your hero? Yes, although I'm pretty sure that I haven't got on because she was a radio host on there and they don't need one anymore. So for another 10 years. I'm
2: actually a big fan of Jess, Eva because I, um, you know, under my pseudonym Boilermakers... (laughs) have dropped many an earworm in my time. Uh, (laughs) Jess actually had earworms from her time on. (laughs) I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. So I'm going to be asking her about that. She literally went to hospital with earworms. Oh, dear. Oh, dear.
3: Well, we'll see uh, what the doctor prescribes for her in a moment. It's All Day Breakfast with Matt and Alex. G'day.
4: Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the
3: road. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Well, Matt, squirmy warning. Straight up, better hit you with it right now, because well, this next story is really bizarre. Um,
2: you like your weird news, don't you? But it doesn't often come as graphic as this.
3: No, it is a little bit of a, uh, a, little of a graphic story coming out of, of Edinburgh, Scotland.
2: Now, last time I was in Edinburgh, I've done the Edinburgh Fringe. Mm. Beautiful festive time. Sun's out, people flowering.
3: Well, know, so many shows. I've also been at every end of the fringe, and the sun was far from out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you can say the sun's out. I don't know when sun- you went to Scotland's. <laughs> Goodness sun was gracious, out once and it was <laughs> it a was out. Month. There were a lot of clouds in front of it, but the sun was still <laughs> there. <laughs> anyway, uh, poor old James. I can barely read this out.
2: Well, we can't we can't laugh anymore. Okay, we got to get serious here. This is this is a serious story.
3: Yeah, okay. This guy James James McKenzie got got attacked by this person, allegedly, I guess, <laughs> Bethany Ryan, 27. Uh, attacked him in Edinburgh. And then James McKenzie watched in horror as a bird flew off with part of his tongue, which had been bitten off by the assailant fell on the ground seagull came through
2: <laughs> so wait, grabbed, wait 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 grabbed his wait so, tongue and f- so so let's just get let's Whoa. get the timeline straight here james mckenzie <clears throat> gets attacked by bethany a right. victim of
3: a street attack
2: here's what it says prosecutor Susan dixon said that the pair argued and mr mckenzie went towards bethany with a clenched fist okay so he's obviously gone to attack her but then the prosecutor said but the woman, Bethany, then somewhat oddly responded to that by pushing him on the body and kissing him. She kissed him on the lips and bit through
3: his tongue. Oi, oi. <laughs> sorry.
2: And which caused a piece of it to be removed.
3: Mr. McKenzie sorry. walked off and spat it out, at which point <laughs> yeah, sorry. the piece of no, muscle no. was picked up by a large seagull and made off with it.
2: Okay, no, you have to understand, you have to understand, <laughs> I really mean this, I really mean this, often I laugh at times that, that I'm quite, I'm quite shocked, I don't know what to do, it's a, it's, yeah. a, it's an actual reaction.
3: Well, when you see a seagull fly it off with your tongue, well, it's worse than a bloody grandpa getting your nose, isn't it? <laughs> usually get that back, they usually put it back on, but Especially it does raise the interesting tongue. point and talkback topic, what's a bird stolen from you? Because when it comes to nicking things, birds are pretty good. Alex Dyson going to the soccer fields. All right. I was having a little bit of brekkie before some soccer training. Okay. Got the egg and bacon muffin from this uh, little cafe in the park. Sitting there, eating it. Ibis walking up to me. You know how birds, you sort of flail your arm and they sort of fly away a little little bit. Flail my arm. It did not flinch and just bit this burger out of my hand. It fell on the ground. I'm surrounded by people and I just have to go, oh. oh."
2: Well, you donated it, don't you?
3: And I just put it in the bin.
2: I had a pigeon just brush the top of my coffee cup with its wing. And I was like, oh, well, it's yours now. Like, I can't. you not going
3: to wipe that that down, couldn't you?
2: No, I'm not going to sip some lice-infested coffee, half-drunk soy latte with pigeon lice in it.
3: (laughs) Funny thing is we were talking about this topic before the show, and in the next room, Woods overheard. I just get a text while we're talking about it um, from Woods, going, "A bower bird stole my tea set once." So to elaborate, <laughs> we've got Woods on the phone. <laughs> Hello, Woods.
1: Hello. <laughs> what a, a disgusting what's a, story start, to start us. That's I know. That's we're sorry. Story. We didn't. We didn't realize
2: oh. how squirmy it would be.
1: That's a major squirmy warning.
3: Um, but um, a bird stolen something from you. What happened?
1: Um, yeah, so a bowerbird has stolen my entire tea set um, before in my life. Uh, so, when I, wait, how, yeah, how, how old were you and, and what, what's the bowerbird again? So a bowerbird, I'm pretty sure it's an Australian bird and it has an interesting sort of way of courting its mate where it collects things, usually in like a similar colour, we've noticed from the bowerbirds we've had at our houses. Mm. I, I'm not sure if it's a North Queensland thing. They get
3: um, they get items and put it in their nest to make it, like, oh. nice and pretty so that the, yeah. uh, the mate can come along and go, ooh, you've got a bit of bling-bling in this place. But um, yeah. you were the victim of the, of the bling.
1: Yeah, so I, we lived out on a, a town common. My dad is a park ranger. And so we lived out in the bush. And there was this bird that would just take all of my stuff. And my parents really liked it because it, was, it would take them in, like, colour themes. Um, where it would take, like, all of my blue stuff. And then I'd, like, go out there in a half, and bring all my blue stuff back. It could be, like, a blue <laughs> hairpin, a blue piece of ribbon, a, a sock. Like, so, it would just be, like, blue, 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 and then just show off to its lady. Um, but so it, it also, you, yeah, it you stole it back it. from
3: the Battle Bird.
1: I would go back and forth and be like, what have you taken now? Uh, oh, just- my God. <laughs> Imagine
2: how... Imagine how much you would have cock this bird, honestly. <laughs> like, would have brought home some girl from the night and like, hey, check out my pad. And they're like, no, I've been robbed. Someone stole my blue pin that I'm for
3: you. <laughs> oh, man, a bit of a war with the bird. Um, If you want to let us know what a bird's stolen from you, please get in touch. Alex hit us on the gram. And uh, thank you so much, Woods. Appreciate you uh, texting the show from the other room. And um, we'll chat to you later on. <laughs>
2: Oh, El, and before we let you go, okay, um, we have been asking Alex Dyson, uh, we, we have been asking our listeners to try and figure out what your nickname is because apparently he dropped <laughs> it on, on the show a couple of, of week ago or last week, something, I don't know.
3: Yeah, it's uh, not The Goods. Uh, that is in there. Don't usually call you that at <laughs> home, but, yeah, people are trying to guess and I'm trying to throw them off the set, but it, it, it did come up on the show. Woods, are you going to be
2: embarrassed I, I about this?
1: Potentially I am. I didn't know this was a competition. Um, I guess that's on me. Maybe I need to be more up to date.
3: <laughs> that's <laughs> well, a lesson to you it's, all. It's, Listen to All Day Breakfast every day. People yeah. are going to be in the running for a robe.
2: So the person who finds out is going to be very, very stylish and comfortable.
3: The, th- the worrying thing is when we talked about this off air, <laughs> Elle goes, oh, which one? So. Which nickname?
2: <laughs> which nickname? Have you got a few, L?
1: We've got a few. Like there's there's a couple of names where we've been like, oh, that'd be a really good name to name a cat. And then <laughs> so, we've occasionally just called each other that. Okay, well, <laughs> so, I can tell okay, you. Right thanks now, so much for chatting Bryson to us. His hand we'll, over we'll his his have face. to catch you later. Sorry about that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Sorry, we have, oh the line's breaking up. Okay, that's it. Um, look, uh, we've got some other stuff on the show, don't we? We've got to get some to some. Things. We sure do, Whiskers. Let's keep
2: it going. <laughs> Yeah, go A
0: seventh coffee never hurt anyone oh, I feel
2: a buzz Well doing my weekly shop Alex Dyson with Sophia Great, Doing Great my trip. weekly shop with Sophia She loves the supermarket
3: Does she sit up in that little trolley seat?
2: Oh does she ever I'm, I'm jealous of her <laughs> I used to love sitting in that little trolley seat
3: Yeah then you graduate to hanging off the front while it gets Just pushed like around. Just like a daredevil. And, then, and then you graduate to sitting in it while you go through the Macca's drive through <laughs> <laughs>
2: Exactly, at two in the morning. That's the evolution exactly. <laughs> of the trolley. <laughs> and then you graduate to pushing it while there's a small child in it, <laughs> and it's the circle of life. Oh, my God. Anyways, I um, kept, uh, kept passing the same person in right. the aisles. Yep. You know, when you, you think, oh, I'm on the same shop as this person. Mm. You just keep seeing them in all the same aisles and everything like that. Doing like, the wow, figure eight
3: okay. up and down the aisle. Yeah, like you Like a DNA sequence.
2: <laughs> exactly. Until I keep keep noticing this guy. I'm like, man, this guy's just everywhere I go. Suddenly, he pulls out the old walkie-talkie. Hey, what? A bit of... What? Suddenly, he's just fiddling with the buttons and he p- pops it back in his pocket, gives me a little look, and I'm like, oh, you dog. No. Yeah. He records following
3: me. No. <laughs> he re- <laughs> records you stole that baby. What is he <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> What is he What is he thinking? I don't know, but he did he was following me for half my shop. And yes. I saw and, I, and once I saw the the walkie talkie I was like, no, nah, it's all we're all done here. Yeah. Stop just quit it, mate. He saw me clock the walkie talkie. So we all knew what was going on. So there was just there, there was no. Then he stopped following me from
3: that point on because the, the jig was up. Well, but, um, yeah. <laughs> well, it didn't. Like, what do you? The jig was up in that. Of you, obviously, weren't stealing because you saw he had a walkie-talkie. What was? Yeah. The, well, I mean, I well, the jig was up. I was never stealing
2: in the first place. Yeah. But he was obviously still suspicious that I may be stealing. But he, and he was then too when embarrassed
3: it, to do his job from that point forward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> then when I saw him with the walkie-talkie, he's like, "Oh, well, he knows that I'm a security guard now, and he's not going to steal." Oh, right whatever in front he of my was place. planning
3: on lifting. Whatever taco kits he was thinking of taking, <laughs> he'll leave there now.
2: Yeah. So um just made me think. When he when have you gone undercover? Mm. Cause I was thinking about it and I was like, I wonder if I've really gone undercover. But then also on the weekend, like, I made a well some groceries. I um I wanted to make a I wanted to I asked for a re- I wanted to get a refund for some train tickets I bought in Brisbane. Mm. Right? Because I bought air train tickets. They upsold us the return. You know, mm. when are you coming back? Oh, the weekend. Oh, great. Well, why don't you get a return? It saves you $2 per ticket. Hey. I was like we, like, we were like, we had a baby with us. We didn't know what we were doing. Like, oh, sure. Okay. Anyway, bike doesn't tell us. Track work All weekend. Right? Oh, you <laughs> do. <laughs> like what?
3: There's no three words worse <laughs> in the English language than train replacement bus. <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly. <laughs> replacement bus service <laughs> makes my skin crawl, honestly. <laughs> and so, and with a baby and everything, mm. bags, I was like, nah. So we, I wanted to put in a, a, a like, I wanted to get a refund. Mm. And so I filled out the form, and I was looking at the form, you know, all my details there, my name, mm. email. Mm. I was like, no, nah, I better put Belinda's. Mm-hmm. So I just chucked Belinda's in there instead of mine. Because I didn't want them to know.
3: What, the f- man-o-kind f- <laughs> from television's <laughs> The Other Guy, Stan Special, is requesting a refund because he got sold a return and there was track works.
2: I didn't want to see him. Like yeah, you're
3: doing all right for yourself, some, mate.
2: Some petty... Loser. So I just threw Belinda under the bus. (laughs) Uh, What if they're fans of the show and they see Matt? They kind of oh, I'm not going to download his podcast anymore. He wanted to too too Mm. cool for buses. Yeah. So I just chuck Bell's name in there and uh, we're all good. So I mean that's sort of undercover. But let us know when have you gone undercover?
3: Well, my dad um used to work at a reasonable a manufacturing sort of business. I mean he was in the I think he was in the um human resources department. Right. Mm. Suddenly. Someone's filing the old, filing the old workers' comp, injured on the job. Oh, can't can't do anything. Oh, someone called Tracy. So when they turn when he's turning up at the, the courtrooms, big old limp, you know. Oh. You know, very very frail. So wait, but your my, dad went full Tracy. Well, my like dad went full ACA. Smelt a rat, <laughs> is what I'm saying. So, fast forward near the near the property, little footy oval. He's up in the in the public toilets with those little hole in the bricks up the top <laughs> with the video camera. No, no. Caught him bailing a bit of hay out the side. No. Slap that video tape actually- down. Case dismissed. <laughs> Thank you very You're much. <laughs> no. That is full blown. He went full
2: Tracy. That is full Tracy. Yeah. Yeah, got him. Well, when have you gone full
3: Tracy? <laughs> <laughs> That's the question. <laughs> well, we do have someone who has gone full Tracy, and it is Travis from Queensland. G'day, Travis. Hey guys, how are you? When, when did you, when when you go full Tracy Grimshaw? Full a current affair.
4: I went full Tracy Grimshaw this morning, actually. <gasps> wow, Ooh, um, at my parents' restaurant.
3: Okay, oh, what kind I, of um, it. what kind of food are we talking here? It's like a, like an American style diner.
2: <laughs> Ooh, well, what happened? Are we talking like you went undercover as like you know? Are we talking, you know, mystery mystery shopper vibes here? Just just judging the service
3: or what? Either under the Michelin star judges in the corner, <laughs>
4: <laughs> just a hat and sunnies and a guy in the corner. I'm just ordering the weird stuff.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, what did you
4: do? Oh you know, like just the usual, just trying to get some constructive criticism off off the uh, other customers
2: and just... Oh, so you did actually do mystery shopper today. But it was yeah, restaurant yeah.
3: Fo- but it was on behalf of the restaurant trying to hear what the customers were saying.
2: Yeah, pretty much.
4: Wow. <laughs> oh,
2: so you just sat in the corner in like a, in a booth or whatever and you overheard what people were talking about the the meals.
4: That's it, like got the headphones in with nothing playing and just eavesdropping, you know?
2: <laughs> oh, I've never thought of. I didn't know that this was a thing. Is this something that your is this something that your parents have like specifically asked for you to do?
4: No, it has not been an assigned task. No, it's just uh, just volunteer work.
3: All right. Well, you better <laughs> tell us what were the uh what were the verbal reviews saying? Oh,
4: uh, not too bad. A lot of people liking their coffee this morning. A lot of people uh, enjoying their breakfast. Some, a couple of people were wishing that the buns were a little bit more toasted, which was nice to know. <laughs> nice to know.
2: <laughs> okay, this is really this is really interesting. Uh, I'd
3: say what we all want hotter buns, though, in the end, <laughs> don't we? We really do. Uh, well, that's pretty interesting. You didn't get sprung, did you? Someone didn't just go, "Oi, what are you listening to?" and you pulled it out with just a <laughs> dangling cord. No,
4: nah, I just, I just got to be careful that the staff don't give it away because they obviously know that I'm the boss's son. So, mm.
3: you
4: no, know, pretend oh. you don't know me. Go away.
2: There wasn't anyone sitting sitting near you that was like, God, look at that loser over there having breakfast
4: by <laughs> <themselves."> <laughs> was a lonely bum. Yeah, no, having yeah, a laptop or something, yeah.
3: It's always bad overhearing um overhearing feedback in that way. I remember the very first DJ set I played was at T B C in Brizzy right yep. up on the decks and i didn't know i didn't know much about djing all right so i'm like all right i just got to do a broad range of songs i'll pick some you know ones that i like some obscure stuff i'll do some crossover hits you know i'll put it all in and i just yep. i remember so distinctly putting on i can't feel my face by the weekend cuz it was just come yep. out and it was blowing up and this this one dude right down the front in front of the dj just is like oh, shit <laughs> <laughs> And I had my headphones on too, but I could hear him and uh, I faded it out pretty quickly after that one. Um, Thank you so much for that one, Travis. Really appreciate it. We'll catch you next time.
4: No worries, guys. See you later.
3: Catch you later. Bye.
4: Bye.
3: What a great call that was from Travis.
4: Yeah, absolutely.
3: Yeah, he was really nice. Like, told the story really well. I really liked that.
2: Yeah, yeah. I just wish his buns were a bit more toasted.
3: Yeah, no, me too. Oh, no, he's actually gone. (laughs) Order up. Just how you like
2: it, it's perfect.
3: All day breakfast. Okay, Matt O'Kind, so excited to be chatting to our next guest. So you may know from the block, you may know her work on Triple M Radio in Sydney at breakfast time, or you may be even standing outside the bookshop right, right now because her debut book comes out today, Why Wouldn't you? It's Jess Eva. Good G'day, Jess.
0: Hi, Matt and Alex, you are gorgeous creatures. Oh, I'm your biggest fans. I've been listening to you for years, even when I was on a rival ne- radio network. Yes, oh, that's too that's kind so of you.
2: Sweet. Well, look, we were just saying earlier that um, you know, you're you're we're fans of yourself for different reasons. Alex Dyson has is is very much a blockhead and has wanted to get on the block since
3: I well, love your really? daughter's work, Jess. Since I watched a lot. It's, it's on like Nine Life. They're replaying it now. I was watching it again recently.
0: Oh, <laughs> I, know, I got a message the other day from Portugal saying, oh, they're playing your series in Portugal. I'm a big fan. And I'm like, how do you get Ripper in a subtitle in Portugal? <laughs>
3: Portuguese for Ripper, I don't know.
0: I know they really get their money's worth. The block, don't they? I've had messages from (laughs) South Africa, Belgium. You're like, oh my god, you really milk it for all it's worth, guys. Do
3: do they do subtitles, or you know how, like, if you're watching the Simpsons in French, Homer Simpson's doing like, oh my, very, very, (laughs) very. Or do they dub Jess in that language? Do you know if there's a voice actor?
0: It would be nice. I would like some kind of husky, winnie blue kind of sexy <laughs> sultrist in Portuguese to be dubbing me.
3: <laughs> That'd be incredible. Let's chat about this book right now. I loved having a look through the book, Why Wouldn't You? Because I don't know it, you seem like you've gone on a journey to get to a point where you are. You really like yourself now, Jess, as, as much as, as a person can.
0: Yeah. Well, I originally wanted to call it How to Quit, C-Word. But Kmart said no. Um, and then Pad Macmillan, who's this incredible book publisher, literally wrote the C word in a circle and then had like one of those brainstorm things with the sticks out of it where they brainstormed other words other than the C word. Um,
3: oh, <laughs> so for publishing. For that
0: reason only, I love that a publisher in the dictionary section had to talk about that.
3: That's incredible.
2: Um, <laughs> oh, man. Um, so tell us about the book.
0: Yeah, so it's got a few rude stories in there, but with a lot of biographies and a lot of inspirational books that you read, it's from these incredible human beings that have endured all this hardship in their life. Like, you know, like if you, you're burning them or you be, if you, your your family died in a car accident, which is a horrible thing to endure. But then it also makes you feel really bad that everyday people – just wallow in this negativity where they don't feel like they're worth it. And I feel really sad because so many people I know, they're absolute rippers, but they're the last people to realise it. So for the last four years, I've been researching on why we feel this way, why we don't think that, you know, we are as good as what we deserve to feel, which also takes away when we do accomplish something, we take it down as a fluke or we
1: Mm. we
0: can't even celebrate that. And it turns out that there's a scientific reason that we just develop bad habits. There's neurological pathways in our brain, which, you know, we might have bad habits in other things, but we learn to not love ourselves and we learn to create new neurological habits and new new ways for us to develop that so that we can create a new routine in valuing ourselves. And by valuing ourselves... We can love the people around us more. We can love our children more. We can love our partners more and we can bring them up as well. And we can invest in ourselves for a better future. No matter what we're doing, no matter who we're surrounded by, no longer can those people around us take away one more second of our emotional time or energy ever a blood again.
3: Oh, Jess, it's I such mean- a great sentiment.
2: Yeah, absolutely, and there's such an there's such empowerment with acknowledging faults and uh, mistakes made in the past, etc. You know, one of the bylines of your book is, you know, you say this is a hilarious guide to burning your baggage. What's something you talk about in this book that you never thought that you would sort of air publicly?
0: Um, I reckon that it was. I had an ex-boyfriend called Harry. We call him that for legal reasons. <laughs> <laughs> he was a real ripper. He um. He once took me to the Summonats, which is the skitties, and a piece of tyre hit me in the eye and he turned around to me and he goes, better not effing scar. Oh, I hate scars. And then anyway, (laughs) he dumped me because um, he told me that he was going to Broome to pursue a tradie career but I should stay in Shepparton and pick tomatoes because he knows how much I love it. Didn't. Got paid $8 an hour. And then. Um, you get free tomatoes
3: at least. <laughs> yeah. One
0: day a bloke stole my lunch and I had to have tomatoes for lunch. Like, was <laughs> anyway, about a year afterwards, it was Christmas Day and I was feeling really um, vulnerable. So I text Harry after all of that after yeah. he cheated on with me with about 100 backpackers. Um, and he said that I could meet him in his back shed for a bit of rendezvous, but I wasn't allowed in the house because he was too embarrassed that he was going to rendezvous me on Christmas. So I waited for him for 45 minutes next to some dried fish bait. And um, why,
2: Jess?
0: I know, because I had low self esteem and I needed oh. to feel loved. Oh. Um, and, and it wait. was forty degrees, and I nearly died of dehydration. And my bloody Harry never turned up. Oh, oh no! Was that an epiphany?
3: What was the what was the That's epiphany? Is the you can, thing of all of this? Not can, even turning up. You can get I stuck know. in these, these looking for this validation, Jess. But what was the epif- epiphany when you realised? Was it, was it, you know, recently or was it standing there at a hot bait-filled shed with,
0: <laughs> real, with 30
3: minutes, this guy 30 minutes late?
0: Well, I was lucky because Harry never returned any of my calls ever again after standing me up in his back shed. But it was only probably four years or five when I started researching into why we seek this validation, I was like, Harry's a dick. Mm. And, most of, and everyone that I've been seeking validation off is a dick But I've been using them because I needed to feel loved today. And when you don't need anything in life, if you don't need love, if you've got that confidence within yourself and you don't, even your partner, existing partner you've got, if you're not using them for something, like I need to feel loved and I need to feel that, you can then appreciate them for the Mm. person they are. And then all of a sudden, your relationship and your life becomes so much simpler because you enjoy each other instead of using each other for something that you can only get from within yourself.
2: so we do, we've got a game to play with you. Uh, We're excited about the book and a lot of people are going to be Googling your name. They're going to be Googling the name of your book. Why wouldn't you? So we would like to play a game with you. It is our new game. It's called search party. It, It does revolve around Google results. Um,
3: So, you know, when you're searching for something, Jess, you type in a word, then it says, oh, do you mean, is this sentence what you want to finish with? We're going to start with your name and you got to try and guess, you know, the top answer. It's a bit like family feud. Okay. If you get it, you get 10 points. If you get the 10th. Most common answer, you'll get one point, and you've got to beat the Rubens, the band The Rubens. They got 13 points for these three questions. So we'll see if right. we can get some okay. top of the leaderboard. Okay, Here I'm we go. My shoes
0: off. I'm ready. Google it.
3: Let's Google it. Let's worth a Google. Matt and Alex's
1: search party. Radical.
3: All right, Matt O'Kine, Question number one. It's the obvious
2: one. Give us one result out of the top 10 for when you Google Jess Eva. Teeth. Jess, Eva, teeth.
0: Yeah. That's actually second place. That you get nine points, Jess. Boys,
3: Jess. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I you don't really know what you mean. Boys' yourself, teeth.
2: <laughs> Jess, come on.
0: Because I grew up without electricity when I was a kid, and because not because we were hippies, but because we were poor. Anyway, um, I didn't have fluoride in the water, so I grew up having really bad teeth. But then I got my teeth done, and now people online say I look like Mr. Red.
2: <laughs> so, like,
3: cool that. <laughs> that's, so that's ridiculous. The, that's the
2: second top response. Well, I think there's people really will like be Googling
3: it. it. They obviously want to see, you know, how they can get it themselves. you you the hell uh, I've done to myself? There you no. go. Well, <laughs> no, you've got nine <laughs> points. That's what you've done. Question number two. Uh, your book is called oh, Why Wouldn't You? What are the top results if you go, try to Google why wouldn't you? What comes next? What word is next? The most common oh, word. Or
2: phrase. There's, there's a phrases or yeah. words. It's up to you. Why yeah. wouldn't you? Okay. What?
0: Why wouldn't you have a crack?
3: I'm very, very sorry. That is not on there. It's not bad, though.
0: It's not bad.
2: I think if Google did its its search results purely in Australia, I reckon that would
3: be up there. But I think it is global, so why wouldn't you? Meaning is the top one. Why wouldn't you get a stimulus check is next. And then the third top result is why wouldn't you choose to be a monkey?
0: Well, why wouldn't you? Well, why would why I wouldn't that?
2: Why wouldn't you date me is in there. Why wouldn't uh, you look at me during is in there. And I'll,
0: uh, I'll, I'll be honest. Only unsanitary things came to my mind. So I was on a bit okay. of a block.
2: All right. And the final one, Jess, is finish this sentence. What's the average size of a? What does Google think? What's the answer that Google thinks? What's the average oh. size of a?
0: Boys. You're putting me in a corner here. We all <laughs> oh, know all. what
3: we all know what I'm thinking. Um, okay, hands, hands. That is on there. You that get is points on
0: there, Jed. But it's
3: the ninth most common. Is hands uh, average size of a newborn is number one. Oh. <laughs> Bedroom number two. Shrimp is number eight. A uh, <laughs> number. Would three. you got your eight points? And yeah, number four is PP. So yeah. <laughs> uh, if you've gone with literally PP. Um, yeah, so I don't <laughs> know letters. what's the average size so, of a pee-pee? So there you go, Eva, Why wouldn't you? I think would be creeping up the Google results given your book is out today. Congratulations.
2: Also, how are your ears? I said in the intro that we'd ask about your ears. You got you got worms in them when the when you were in the the celebrity. Yeah,
0: I got two types of isolated incidences in my hearing holes. So um, first one was. Um, when I was in the pool and I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, some parasites laid some eggs inside my ears and then they grew in there. They were starting to hurt at the end of camp, but I didn't think anything of it. Then the doctor gave me antibiotic drops, which then drowned the parasites. And then they were flopping inside my ears and getting bit slimy but I didn't know they were parasites and the doctor flushed them out with a water syringe. Anyway, I had the kidney bowl next to me and I heard a plop, which is something you never want to hear with an ear syringe. <laughs> um, you. And she screamed, oh my God. Oh, you don't want to hear that either. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And out plopped these things that look like uh, snails without a shell, but about oh. two tic-tacs big. And um, she's like, do you want to go to the pub? And I'd never really met her before. I said, yes, I do. So we're <laughs> friends now.
2: Oh, um, wow. You went to the pub with your ear doctor after she's flushed?
0: <laughs> That's yes. She was just like,
2: I need to chat with someone about this over yeah. some hard beverages.
0: Yeah, she said, I'll never forget this day. She cancelled her last appointment. We walked right hard then and went to the pub. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that is incredible. Oh, oh wow. Right, well, well, Thank you so much for joining us, Jess. Eva, congratulations on your brand new book. It is out today. Why wouldn't you? It's available now, so check it out um, in stores or online. If you want to hear more of Jess, you can hear her on uh, Moon Man in the Morning alongside Lauren Smooney on Triple M uh, if you are in Sydney. And, uh, yeah, we'll catch you next time.
0: You guys are just the nicest guys Oh, you Australia. are,
2: Jess. Thank you so much are for chatting are- to us. Honestly, anyone that doesn't listen to this podcast is an idiot, so thank you very much. (laughs) Oh, my God,
0: bloody parasites in their ears. Bloody I (laughs) will, (laughs) i Listen, download. That's it. Thank you, Jess. Love you.
2: I smell toast. Well, Alex Dyson, it's the mystery that has bamboozled (laughs) the nation. Ever since Mm. on yesterday's podcast, you mentioned that last week you dropped on air your special little nickname
3: for your partner Woods. Well, you brought up your pet names because in your phone you call Belle Belle from Archive Brisbane. (laughs) Like, what are your partner in your phone?
2: (laughs) Well, yeah, that's because I met her at a place called Archive, and that's what I put my phone number in her phone number in as back then. Mm. It hasn't changed. A six-year relationship and a child later, she is still Belinda Archive
3: Brisbane. Mm. And I mentioned a few years ago, a girlfriend got said on air on Triple J that my pet name for her was Dishy. Um, And I gave you the little hint that recently I had, I had dropped the name. Oh, that myself and Woods call each other sometimes at home when no one else is around. And i tell you what, the phones have been running hot, Matt, with a few guesses. Not the least of which, because I've put a man and Alex all-day robe on the line. The fluffiest fabric in the world.
2: Pete. Hey, boys. What do you think, uh well, before, you, and-
3: before we reveal mine, Pete, oh. do, you have a, do you have a partner? Yeah,
2: I've got my wife, Fiona.
3: Great. Uh, do you have a little, a little pet name for her?
2: Well, yeah, well, we both call each other "sweetie."
3: Sweetie.
2: Oh, that's very sweet. That is nice. It's also a good milestone though because we call sweetie when we're happy and we also call each other sweetie when we're mad at each other as well.
3: (laughs) Oh how do you do an angry sweetie?
2: Sweetie. Yeah, you know, like, you know, sweetie, what the F are you doing now? (laughs) Oh, jeez, okay. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah, fair enough um, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it goes both ways
3: I'm with you there, Pete I'm sure you use it in a nice way the majority of the time Which is good um, but, but you've been listening to the podcast recently What do you think, uh, what do you think the Dyson Woods' pet names are?
1: Well, so I'm not so confident now But when, when I first heard it, I thought it was Sweetie as well Because I'm, I'm sure I heard you say that um, Maybe the last time you guys were on the phone
3: Ooh, well she has Ooh, okay. been joining us. Even joined us earlier today, but um, no, unfortunately, that okay. is uh, incorrect, oh, Pete. But okay. thank you very Thanks much for Pete. guessing.
2: No worries, boys. Thanks for the uh, opportunity. No worries Not at all. Now another caller who uh, we have had a long relationship with on our time on air, Alex Dyson. So someone who knows us very well goes by the name of Patrice. Is from St Clair. It is Patrice from St Clair. Um, used to listen to us way back on our very first radio job and is still listening. Patrice, how are
1: you? I'm good, thanks. So good to talk to you, boys.
3: You too. Thanks so much for calling in. I reckon that you've been texting uh, for quite uh, long enough to know that <laughs> you would have heard when uh, old Dishy was, was on the scene. <laughs> uh, it,
1: uh, look, it doesn't it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, uh, Tom and Alex used to listen to that as well. and Tom used to have a like to
3: have a little bit of a go at you, so, you know, remember mm. that, sure. Yep. No, that <laughs> okay. was it. Well, so I'm you... happy to report that Dishy's just had her first child with her new partner and is oh, oh, passing on my best. Sweet. Absolute legend. So, so there you Patrice,
2: go. Patrice, knowing Alex- go with the dish, huh?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> knowing Alex as well as you do, Patrice, what do you think his little pet nickname is with him and Woods?
1: Well, when he said it, I was like, mm, I'm going to go back to him telling the story of his he drunk an escapades and thought he might have dropped something in there. And there was one bit where he he started talking and then changed it quickly. So I think he might have said Cookie.
2: Cookie. <laughs> Alex Dyson,
3: can we confirm? Oh, it's incorrect. No, I'm very Patrice. sorry. Cookie is incorrect. Do you have no. a partner with a pet name, Patrice?
1: Not at the moment, but usually I would go with like Han, love. Okay. Nothing too specific I have to say. Okay. Yeah, well, that
2: way you don't have to you don't have to remember a new one for the
1: <laughs> next partner.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think mean, you should change it up and over and the... the tattoo on your neck doesn't have to get, um, <laughs> have to explain
1: right. yourself on national radio today. it works well Patrice.
3: So nice to chat. We'll catch you later. And we also have Tom joining us from Brisbane today. G'day, Tom. G'day, guys.
2: Now, uh, what did you think Alex Dyson and uh, Woods'
3: nicknames were? For the all day robe. Well, I thought it was a little bit funny because
2: Alex is quite good with his uh, grammar. So when I first heard it, when he said um, the sentence, at the end he said, i like to apologize to my partner humbly. And I thought that's a weird thing to say. Like, are you apologizing humbly to your partner? But I think um, you like to call Woods humble, humbly, humbly.
3: Humbly. No, mate. Tom, my, I love that guest. My humbly. Wait, so humbly. Humbly. <laughs> let's let's have a listen Give to me a what I bit said of that because humbly we do have Dumbly. the, the, the uh, audio is cut out here. Here we go. Anyway, I apologise to my partner humbly. Uh, you're a good man.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I see where you're coming from, Tom. Now
3: that I hear it, that makes perfect sense. My partner humbly. Yes, look, I think that's just me talking real bad. I think that's what that is. I apologize, Tom, (laughs) but very good guess. Uh, You do miss out on the all-day breakfast robe, but um, look, we are going to have to say goodbye to you right now. (laughs) <laughs> See you guys Thanks so much um, Thanks Tom right, Well I well, think it wasn't it in, But I think it will be from now on Oi humbly <laughs> What are you up to today?
2: <laughs> well look uh, Keep the guesses coming in Okay mm. At and I, dot Alex. and I
3: should say A few people like Going back to when Woods Has been on the show Which has been a couple of times um, I can say it Wasn't on the show that day And you wouldn't I wasn't even talking about her At the time necessarily, Oh but. This is a scoop. I thought you were talking with her or about her. No, 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 no. You have to dig deeper than that, my friends. But (gasps) should you figure out what it is?
2: Wow, this is getting, this is, you're going to need to fully Cluedo it. Uh, This Australia
3: is is on edge now to see who's getting the all-day breakfast robe. You Got to keep those guesses coming in, Matt.and.Alex. This is Matt and humbly all-day breakfast. (laughs) Well, that brings us to the end of another Madden Alex All Day Breakfast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We've got another potty for you tomorrow, as is our want and desire. And who knows, maybe you could be walking out of here with an all-day breakfast robe, but you might have to do a little bit of searching or some really good guessing as to uh, what mine Woods's woods' pet names are.
2: Yeah, it's worth entering. And like as our guest today, Jess Eva would say, why wouldn't you? To keep in touch with us at matt.and.alyx at any time of the day, night, week or year. We love hearing from you. And please check out Jess's book of that same name, Why Wouldn't You? It's out now. Alex, it's been a pleasure.
3: You too, my man. Copy tomorrow. (laughs) You
0: That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au.
1: Listener.